Welcome to the Do You Bleed podcast tonight. We're talking about the Baba Yaga theme music. Alright, so tonight we're going to talk about the Baba Yaga. Some of you may have some idea. You may have heard of this in a certain movie that you may have seen recently. If not, you've probably never heard of this. I know I never have. But Baba Yaga is a, a folklore character from the Slavic region or uh, Eastern European. So like, you know, Russia in that area. But yes, so I'm going to read you read to you about the Baba Yaga. In Russian folklore, there are many stories of Baba Yaga, the fearsome witch with iron teeth. She is also known as Baba Yaga Bony Legs because, in spite of a ferocious appetite, she is as thin as a skeleton. In Russian, that's Baba Yaga Kastyanaya Noga. I don't know if I got that right. In some stories, she has two older sisters as well who are also called Baba Yaga, just to confuse you. Her nose is so long that it rattles against the ceiling of her hut when she snores, stretch out in all directions upon her ancient brick oven. Not being a boringly conventional witch, she does not wear a hat and has never been seen on a broomstick. She travels perched in a large mortar with her knees almost touching her chin and pushes herself along the forest floor with a pestle. Whenever she appears on the scene, a wild wind begins to blow. The trees around creaking groan and leaves whirl around the air. Shrieking and wailing, a host of spirits often accompany her on the way. Being a somewhat secretive lady, in spite of all the all the dinner she makes, she sweeps away all traces of herself with a broom made of silver birch. She can also fly through the air in the same manner with the mortar and pestle. Um, Baba Yaga lives in a hut deep in the woods. Her hut seems to have a personality of its own. It can move about on its extra-large chicken legs. Usually the hut is either spinning around as it moves through the forest or stands at rest with its back to the visitors. The windows of the hut seem to serve as eyes. All the while, it is spinning around. It emits blood-curling, screeching, and will only come to a halt amid much creaking and groaning when a secret incantation is set. When it stops, it turns to face the visitor and lowers itself down on its chicken legs, throwing open the door with a loud crash. The hut is sometimes surrounded by a fence made of bones, which help which uh, helps keep out intruders. The fence is topped with skulls whose blazing eye sockets illuminate the darkness. When a visitor enters her hut, not too often, Baba Yaga asks them whether they came of their own free will or whether they were sent. One of the answers is right, but which one? Thankfully, she appears to have no powers over the pure of heart, such as... Uh, Vasilisa, who is in uh, one of the one of the stories involving Baba Yaga, and those of us who are blessed or protected by the power of love, virtue, or a mother's blessing, Baba Yaga rules over the elements. Her faithful servants are a white horseman, a red horseman, and a black horseman. When Vasilisa asks her for the, who these mysterious horsemen are, she replies, "My bright dawn, my red sun, and my dark midnight." Amongst her other servants are three bodiless and somewhat menacing pairs of hands which appear out of thin air to do her bidding. She calls them my 
soul friends or friends of my bosom, and she is more than a little reticent about discussing them with Vasilisa, another strange character who served as a herdsman for Baba Yaga. He's a sorcerer, Koshi the Deathless, and we might talk about him in another episode, but basically he's a sorcerer who can't die. And here's a mystery for you. While she is giving instructions to Vasilisa, Baba Yaga mentions that someone spiteful had mixed earth in with her poppy seeds. What could she have meant? Could Baba Yaga possibly have an enemy? Who would dare ask, though? Although she is mostly portrayed as a terrifying old crone, Baba Yaga can also play the role of a helper and a wise woman. The Earth Mother, like all forces of nature, though often wild and untamed, can also be kind. In her guise as wise hag, she sometimes gives advice and magical gifts to heroes and those with the pure of heart. The hero or heroine of the story often enters the crone's domain searching for wisdom, knowledge, and truth. She is all-knowing, all-seeing, and all-revealing to those who would dare to ask. She is said to be a guardian spirit of the fountain of waters of life and death. Baba Yaga is the arch crone, the goddess of wisdom and death, the bone mother wild and untamable she is a nature spirit bringing wisdom and death of ego and through death rebirth so yeah it's a brief description of the baba yaga basically some old witch that lives in the woods in a cabin with chicken feet can't say that i've seen that anywhere recently maybe it's like an eastern european architecture thing i don't know we'll have to ask bobby have him on have him on. He's heard of Baba Yaga. So yeah, Baba Yaga is just, it kind of means like grandmother witch, sort of. If you translate that, it's kind of like a Russian sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's like an old folk tale that they, they tell kids, if you don't behave, the Baba Yaga is going to get you. Um, but yeah, when I was reading through some of the stuff about this, it, it almost struck me as like the witch from Hansel and Gretel but a little more crazier. I don't remember chicken legs being on the house when they found her, but yeah, it's kind of that that sort of idea. So I got some, some background information on here. Marital status, she is single, just so you guys know. Um, and then she lives on the edge of a forest in a wooden hut that has a giant pair of chicken legs. Apparently the windows kind of act like eyes and it just walks around spinning constantly. Seems kind of strange. But yeah, I'd certainly be terrified if I saw that in the woods. And then um, they just say that she's like, you know, super ugly, big long nose, typical witch appearance. But she also, I read that she has uh, the ability to, to create potions that make her look young. So she can go out and you know, trick people that wander into her domain. And yeah, it's interesting because she's not straight up evil, but not good either. It looks like she'll help those that truly need help. But if you're not 100% pure, then she's going to eat you. I don't know if they mentioned that, but yeah. Her giant ancient oven that is the size of her entire house is used to eat people. Uh, so, yeah, preferred means of transportation is obviously the mortar and pestle, not a broomstick like most normal witches, uh, that's kind of lame, so she does her own thing. It's kind of hard to imagine, you'll have to Google pictures of it though, 
Some of them look pretty creepy. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to imagine flying around with a mortar and pestle. That's the things like you mix up drugs with um, at pharmacies and stuff. Kind of an odd form of transportation. But I mean, if we're being real, so are brooms. But yeah, her food preferences. She prefers children. So that makes uh, perfect sense if you're trying to scare your kids into behaving. Have that Baba Yaga come get you. But yeah, one of the stories, she seems good in some of the stories. And then, like, in just, like, the brief legend, she seems kind of evil and scary. But, like, one of the stories was similar to Hansel and Gretel, sort of. Some kids ran away because they had, like, an evil stepmom. And they went back. They found her and had... She actually helped. She gave that Vesalisa girl that we were talking about, um, like, a skull with flaming eyes. And as soon as they walked back home with that skull, uh, like, the stepmom burst into flames and died. So... Yeah. In the end, the story ends good, but, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like a, I don't know. Good things can come of it if she's on your side, but she's going to do bad things to to help you, if that makes any sense. But yeah. Here it says her personality is just kind of all over the place. Uh, evil sometimes, and then you know, helpful in other times. I don't know. It's weird. It's interesting. But yeah, that, that leaves us some, some background information on the Baba Yaga. Uh, but yeah. The one story that's kind of like Hansel and Gretel is like the only actual story I could find that really deals with her. But like for the most part, she's just briefly mentioned in other fairy tales and stories in Eastern Europe stuff some at some point the main character will encounter her either she'll help or be an antagonist depending on what they're after maybe she just kind of decides you know who she wants to help and who she doesn't in it uh in most of the stories she's not like out to get anyone but if they come messing with her then they'll get her wrath and maybe get eaten but you know You'll have to Google pictures of this, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to give you guys a brief background on the Baba Yaga, because I had never heard of it before. If you like these like folktale things, we can do more of these too. There's a bunch of crazy ones in uh, like the Slavic region that I've never heard of that sound, they're all kind of like, I don't know, spooky and creepy, so yeah. If you like this stuff, we can do more. Maybe uh, put some more together. But yeah, this was a short one, but I wanted everyone to get some background info information on the Baba Yaga. Mm -hmm.